Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Real with Jordan and Demi. What's going on, Demi? We have Chelsea today, and she has some surprises for us in her room. We do. But before we get to our guest, Chelsea Collins, I want to point out our very own Demi Ramos released <laughs> a new single a couple weeks ago. We haven't really mentioned it. There it is, oh Killer for You. God. It's on Spotify. It's no on wherever way. you stream music. It's sick. We got... Uh, we got co-production from uh, from Jeffrey Hufford, aka Huff, aka Two Feet's producer and keyboardist. <laughs> and you are the only person in the world, probably besides his mother, who calls him Jeffrey instead of Huff. Oh, but, uh, guys, but we, lo we, love, we love we love Jeffrey. We love Two Feet. And uh, congratulations on the single. You're already above 20k uh, streams on that sucker. So congratulations, Jimmy. Oh, Jordan, I'm blushing. Okay, so the real reason for the show is, of course, our guest, Chelsea Collins. She's an upcoming and really has gained a lot of ground in just a few years of being a recording artist. She recorded with some of the biggest names in hip-hop and pop. She's on uh, Hitco, L.A. Reid's record label. So let's bring her out. Chelsea Collins, what's going Hello. on? You got we the got Red it. Bull. We got yeah. Hey, everybody. Now... <laughs> much so you got the yellow red bull is that your favorite color of red bull i would say i go between the yellow and the green but i got like a little greened out because i've been having the green too much now i'm on the yellow dimmy is a is an energy drink and uh caffeination specialist so uh you guys <laughs> favorite red bull flavor did i don't drink red bull because it's like kind of sour like but my thing is sugar I have a sugar addiction. Jordan knows I eat icing on my free time. Like out of the out of the can out of the tub. She eats icing out of the tub. Jordan's been calling me out all day. I'm not gonna lie, I've definitely done that a few times. So I'm right there with you. You're not alone. <laughs> Tell yeah, us but, about but she does it sober though. She does it stone cold sober, which is oh, something. Gosh. Yeah. You guys. All right. So all right something enough. crazy happened before the show. What happened? Oh my god. Um well my <laughs> my cat shit not in her litter box so literally i was like scrambling to get on the show and i was like also getting out of the shower and i'm like shit how am i gonna clean this and put my makeup on like, you that put was it off though yeah i mean i think so i we're here and we're alive <laughs> there you are there you are yeah uh chelsea you've you only have a handful of songs available to listen to but you've yeah. got some huge collaborations you you had the song with twenty four K Golden, and you're you're we have to talk about now your latest thing. Let's let's back up. Let's first of all let's go the most recent thing first. Your latest single, Open Your Mouth, um, really cool cover. Um, tell us yes. about the cover art. Where where this like uh, this kind of airbrushed kind of thing? Where did this cover come from? Um, well, me and my the guy who helped me shoot the video, we were just like originally planning on video ideas and I wanted to definitely do something in the video that was either the video or artwork something that was kind of weird and since the video kind of just ended up being more like girly slumber party vibes we decided to just have um an artist and then like someone who designs album art who like really didn't know each other just like collab so this artist drew this little boy in a mouth and then like the person who did the album art put all like the cool effects and did all that so it was like a, it was really cool because we never worked together and it was really cool to see two talented people like collab and come up with something dope. But also, I, I don't know, like I never, 
I didn't expect to have like such a cool album for it. Like I, I really love illustrations. I like honestly, I think I, more so down the line with singles. I kind of want to use more like illustrations versus like a photo because I don't know. I'm just I'm over it. We see enough of my face in like music videos. Like I like drawing this. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And, and a great cover can really be something that helps the single too. They're like, what is this? I, I want to listen to this. It's got a, a dope cover. I totally understand it. Yeah. I I'm love that song. I want to know, cause you have the coolest Spotify biography ever. If oh, anyone God. hasn't checked your Spotify biography mm -hmm. out, please do. And I mean, like what headspace were you in writing that song? Cause I feel like it's so relatable. Um, Honestly, it was like five in the morning and I was just like, really sad because I was kind of like obsessed with the guy and he didn't like me back and I was happy I almost felt like a teenager again and I was like shit like I at the time I guess I was I was like 19 I think when I made that song but um I don't know I just was like I feel like a, a schoolgirl who like can't get their crush to like them and like I, but I just was going crazy and all my thoughts were like oh my god like he is dating like four other girls like what am I doing why am I wasting my time but then also it's like we're together I just was like shit I know you feel something, but I'm like really bad at being assertive with my feelings. And so is he. So we kind of just like, I ghosted him and he ghosted me. It was really strange, but I think it was more so out of like fear of like rejection versus like, Hey, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Are you, are you more of, do you usually initiate the flirtation or are you like guys have to come to me? <laughs> no, I, I can't. I don't even know how to flirt. Like, what do you even, this is actually a conversation I have with people. Like, what do you even say? Like, how do you do it? I don't get it. You say, uh, I like your shirt. That can go for anyone. I like your shirt. That's a good answer. I feel like if I like somebody, I can't even make eye contact with them. I just like look at my feet and I'm like stuttering and I'm so awkward. And then I just like, end up saying something humiliating. And then I'm like, Sick. This is awesome. And then you when you don't like someone, you're like the coolest person in the world. You're like, hey, oh my God, bro. And then, yeah. And then they fall in love with you and you're like, but no, I actually want that one. Were you a shy kid growing up? No, I don't know what happened. I think, you know what I think it was from 14 to like whenever I graduated high school, I did online. So like I became really antisocial. And then I moved down here and I got like, signed and started to get social again for a few months and then like COVID happened. So I'm like right back into my like, oh my God, like I still forget how to speak to people. <laughs> like, I never was shy though. I was pretty like, you know, like assertive and confident. And now I'm just like in a little turtle shell, just like scared of the world. <laughs> you, you uh, stopped going to class. You started, you, you homeschooled the last part of your, your high school experience. Um, because you wanted to concentrate on music. What was behind that decision, you know, to, to not drop out, but to stop going to school so you could spend more, spend more time on your songs? Um, well, honestly, I, I was really lucky to where, like, I never really been in normal high school. So I would, like, eat lunch with my counselor, and we just, like, talk about life because she was, like, this cool, like, hippie lady. And she just suggested this online program to me. And then when I brought it up to my parents, because I was always begging my parents, let me drop out and move to LA. And I look back and that's not realistic because like, it was good to get an education. But yeah, she was like, how about like this program, you get the same curriculum and you can do it online and, and move at your own pace. And also you'll have more time to focus on what you actually care about. And I was like, wow, like, thank God for you. Like, you're like a, she was a blessing. She truly was a blessing. 
you didn't you didn't go a normal route with your music. You 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 haven't released a full album yet. Have you even released an EP or has it all been singles, right? It's all been singles. Yeah, I mean, I only have like five songs out. You've got uh, seven. I counted them. You've got seven. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, recording, you got seven on your Spotify. So Okay, good, good um, to know. I think I, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. It was like a cover of a song and then I forgot about one song. But yeah, you're right. It is seven. To, yeah, seven recordings. Uh, and your first, uh, Tobacco and Tears was your first single, right? Mm-hmm. So you didn't do the normal route. What I'm getting at is you didn't send out demos to people. How, how did you come to become a recording artist? How did you get your first, how did Tobacco and Tears happen, I guess? Um, well, that's actually a good question. I would go to like writing expos and I did do that kind of stuff to where like I just talked to executives and like play the music. And I met one that ended up being my manager for a little bit. But Tobacco and Tears was actually just a song I released independently. Um, and there was a bunch of Nightcore pages that had re-uploaded it. So it's kind of how it got its like boost, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess I just was like one of those kids with the demo CD going to all the writing expos being like, hey, listen to my music. Like, I really want a song. Because at first, I didn't even expect to be an artist. I just like love to write and produce. And so I just was like, if the artist thing happens, it happens. But like, as long as I'm doing what I love, I just want to see where that takes me. And I feel like I started to like write and produce things that sounded very specific to me. And then also other things that were could be like pitched to other artists and stuff. So I was like, oh, cool. I think I have a lane. And then like, the artist stuff just kind of happened but yeah tobacco and tears was just like on my own one thing that's so cool about you in particular is that you're a real writer and you're a real producer and you you know what i'm saying as well as collabing with your brother what happens when you guys go into a room and sit to write a song how does it work uh honestly i feel like i make most of my songs on a piano or a guitar i never really have a beat or anything done and then yeah, I'll just try to see if this song flushes out or maybe you just get like a chorus or a part of a song, but I try not to like force anything if it's not naturally happening. And then eventually after like a month of just sitting with the song, I usually have like a production vision. So like I'll either do it or like bring in a producer, I feel like could tell it. Um, but yeah, it's very campfire style writing, which I like it a lot. I feel like more people are going back to that style of writing, which is like exciting to see. Let's talk about this hotel bed song with Sway Lee. Mm -hmm. First of all, how did this collaboration happen? How did you meet him? How did you get associated with him? Um, so one of the producers on the song was working with him at the time. And then that producer's manager ended up becoming my manager. So it was kind of just like a combo of that producer playing it for Sway and then also my manager being there and playing it. And like Sway was just like really supportive and really kind. And yeah, he like, got on the song. I was really lucky. And also it was just so cool like to see how he writes and be there. And like he just was super just a nice human being, like just like a really good heart he has. So I don't know. That was really cool. Um, but yeah, it kind of came through mutual producers, I guess, is the short story. <laughs> it's uh it's a pretty steamy video and it ends like it's it's steamy and it's sexy, but it's also intense. There's like, you know, take some pills and all this like really serious stuff. So at the end, and he, he gets you out of the, pulls you out of the bathtub and you're unconscious. Are you dead or are you just like need resuscitated? 
that's that is i always say this that is up for interpretation however you want to however you want to think it ended that's how it ended <laughs> okay that's fair that's kind of what i was thinking but that was you know it, you basically were, were performing like love scenes in this video and you say he's a really nice guy was it awkward at all i mean this is probably the first time you've done something like that um you, you know what i feel like because you just a, I was like a little drunk. B, um, I think because you know, like we both are like kind of like not awkward, but just like you know, like we're both more introverted. So like I think because we both were on the same wavelength, and also like you know, like we had like friend chemistry. It didn't. It actually like was not that awkward. It was really strange. It was actually really fun. And like in between shooting, you know, we'd just like be smoking a blunt, talking about like music production and like vocal mixing and nerdy ass shit. And it was like. Oh, this is such a, I never imagined like seven years ago, I'd be in a bed with Sway Lee smoking a blunt, filming a sex <laughs> Weirder things have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and the thing about your cover art and your aesthetic is it's so unique. You know, I feel like you're always surprising us, whether it's on IG or a cover. Where do you, where do you draw your inspiration from? I always like to ask this question. Um, I don't, weirdly enough, kind of like some cartoon characters and like anime and I, so, what? You, you, you have an, a troll obsession. Yeah. There's that circling. What's that about? It's just, I, I like to collect weird things. Like I like to collect trolls and Furbies and like weird, like cartoon care like i like like even in the background if you can see i have like a tom and jerry i just love like i think like nostalgic things i grew up on and like like cartoons i'm like obsessed with cartoons one of my goals one day is to, like make a cartoon so i feel like just like aesthetic wise i pull a lot of inspiration from cartoon characters <laughs> Yeah, I, I, you know, you had the visualizer for Open Your Mouth is kind of a, a Y2K style thing. So are you very much about like creating environments, I guess, is what you're really good at, you know, creating environments for you to to uh, express yourself, I guess. Yeah. And I think like, I don't know, they just like my, I sound like a weirdo, but my like toys just like my, there's like a sense of comfort. You wake up and you see your cute little toys and you're like, oh, like. My days instantly better. You drop when you when you were homeschooled. I'm assuming your your mom does. How how supportive are, are your parents of your whole career choices? Um, I feel like my mom's always been supportive. I feel like my dad kind of went in and out, but eventually he just kind of realized I was like a ballsy kid, and I'm like, dude, I'm gonna do this like with or without you. You can be supportive, or you don't have to be. But like, I have the confidence that I'm gonna do this, and like, I have. I've always felt it since I was a kid. I need to do this. So like get on board or like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, but I think eventually like he came around and was supportive, but yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel like there was, there was moments where like things wouldn't work out for a second and it'd be really scary. But I think always just having like the, the passion and like the fuel in your own heart, no matter who else is around you, not believing in you is like something that always kept me motivated. So. So when you when you're when you're producing music, you prefer to do it on your own, or do you like co-writers? Because everything it's all about co-writing now these, mm -hmm. these days, you know. Um, 
you know what? I'm actually, I feel like I'm hitting a point where like I did a ton of co-writing the past year, especially over Zoom because of COVID and like being bored. And I feel like I, just for my artist stuff personally, I, I do like to either write OL or like with one other person and, and producing, like I, I'm so bad at producing in like the room of the session. I have to like, cause I have to sit with it and let it like marinate. Like I'm, I'm definitely not someone who can force inspiration and, um, yeah, I like to produce kind of alone and then I'll send the stems off if somebody else wants to co-produce, but I'm never like making it with like another person there. Cause I'm just, also it's just like, it, I feel like judgment, it's all in my head for sure, but it's weird just having someone sitting there while you're pressing buttons and like, I don't know. Filling your guts yeah. out. There's a term that you use in an interview um, and it, and you said crack pop. You were referring to that you love crack pop. Um, and I honestly, I've heard of a lot of different genres, Jordan, right? But I've never heard of crack pop. What exactly is crack pop to you? Is that what you describe your music as? I, I mean, some of it. I feel like the very, like, upbeat, melodically, like, nursery rhymey type melodies that just, like, like, they, like, I, I think crack pop, like, it reminds me of, like a candy to a toddler it's just like it hits like a frequency in your ear that's so like delicious i don't know if that even makes sense but i feel like 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 baby one more time by britney spears like that's a crack pop song or like like blinding lights is like a crack pop song or like a gaga song like judas yes exactly yeah awesome awesome have you have you had a chance to perform because of COVID and stuff? Have you done many live shows? Because most of your music has been released in the last like year and a half, two years. So have you you know have you done the cool festival gig with Sway or anything like that? Like, you know anything? No, I I, I wish I haven't so far, but I got to be more pushy about that stuff because like my soul is getting burned. I want to like. I feel like I make so much music and like I only have five songs out or seven songs, sorry. Um, and so it's like while I'm waiting for all of that to come out, because I'm generally making like five songs a week, just like writing, because like I'm obsessed with songwriting. And like I'm, I feel like I need to perform, otherwise I'm just gonna like, you know, like become a little pile of dust in the corner and like cry, you know? Yeah. What, what's your, um, you have some kind of, you had a, you have or had a, a publishing deal, right? like a songwriting deal. So do you like writing for other people? Like, do you mind, or, when you write a song, are you like, man, I want this to be my song? Or do you like, oh, this would be great for this person? Um, Honestly, both. I mean, I think like, I like it, I think with the publishing sessions, it just depends. Usually, sometimes you get put in with an artist and it's, it's really fun to not have to like channel your own inspiration for a day. Like you just get to build off somebody else's story, which is, I think it's, I just love writing in general, like whether it's even just like screenplay, like it's just the funnest thing in the world. But um, yeah, I feel like it, I like to have the good balance because I feel like if you're just, if I was writing a song every day just for me, I feel like I would go crazy. <laughs> How big of a role does your brother play in your songs? Because it's known that you guys write together and work together. Um, I mean, like I would say we probably do like 90% of music stuff together or even just like if I do another song with someone else like he'll always kind of like fine-tune it whether it's like vocal production or adding tiny things in the production um but yeah I mean he's definitely like my favorite person in the world to write with and produce with um so I would say like I'm, I'm really grateful for him and all his 
help over the past few years with everything. I think like he definitely, in a weird way, he does believe in me more than I believe in myself and you need that support sometimes. Do you, have you always gotten along with your brother? Or yeah, is you it, guys get emotional in the scene. Yeah, cause like I, I, you know, cause I feel like siblings are either really close or they really, are they bicker all the time, you know? Uh, yeah, honestly, we like, we get along. It's not, it's never really been like a, I feel like we're too similar to like butt heads, to be honest. That's fair. That's fair. You mentioned you have all these songs. What have you got coming out? You know, I, I, I sense the frustration in your voice that you've only have, you know, less than, you basically have an EP worth of songs released. Um, so what have you got coming down in the next, you know, six months or so? Um, well, I'm actually just like hoping there is an official EP. That's like been the talks. I guess I need to be, anyways. But hopefully just, I just want to release music. Like I, I have a song coming out actually on Friday, which I'm really excited about. This was actually the first song I made in quarantine, like over Zoom. So it's like interesting because I feel like a lot of the Zoom sessions too, like I just totally flopped and like couldn't execute. But this one, you know why it worked? Because I literally pulled an all-nighter and I was like deliriously tired. So I just was like not thinking while I was writing. And I feel like when you don't think and you're just like riding a wave of I don't know, creativity, it just sometimes ends up better. But I have this song coming out. Um, the song I want to come out after it, I'm just finishing up probably in like a day and then I'm gonna send it to Mix and probably get that released. Hopefully an EP, which has been in the talks and the songs are all mixed. Which I just think it's just a matter of, I don't really know when it will come out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think nowadays too, you know, like you look at artists like Ariana Grande, like they're constantly releasing music. I feel like people, like you never know what's gonna stick or like resonate with people. So like, it's not really like the the eras where you have to be like so precious with everything and like release an album every like two years. I feel like everyone's kind of just like more carefree and trying out, you know, like different sounds and just getting things out there because I mean, a song that resonates with you now you know, like maybe in two years it won't resonate with you and you won't want to release it, but it could resonate with a million other people and then you're just kind of, you know what I mean? Do you feel like your early music still stands up? Do you still like it? Or are you like, I mean, like when you listen to Tobacco and Tears now, are you like, oh, I could do better than that? Or do you like, oh, it's still a jam to me? I think everything I've released so far, I still like pretty much love. There's like, yeah, I would say so. Mm. <laughs> I didn't think about it. In terms of uh, you know you, you got new music out you've got uh, hopefully some some live shows coming up. Um, what's your you're in LA right? You're an LA person, mm -hmm. so uh, yeah. What, what what's your what's your day to day like? Do you have some normalcy, or are you like one of these stay up to three a.m. kind of people and sleep till noon and the next day? Or do you, how regimented are you? Uh, yeah, I don't really have like that. I feel like it just depends. Some like today I woke up. I yesterday I went to bed at three, but I woke up at like seven. I just like, couldn't go back to sleep, so I was like, okay, this is what we're dealing with today. But sometimes yeah, I'll like stay up all night and work and wake up in the afternoon. Or sometimes I just it's like I don't really have a, a schedule. It kind of just my or my sleep schedule kind of just goes around whatever I have put in for the day. I guess you're yeah. a pop girl. I mean, what kind of what kind of I mean, was it Britney, Christina? What got you into pop music, man? Because it's, you know, it's, it's, 
it's a thing. I would Look say like, pop. I really loved Gwen as a kid. There you go. She like, I feel that like yeah, she like had edge and she was like a real musician. I hate that term, but like she was like, you know, like an instrumentalist and really fucking quirky and cool. And but then also like her her solo stuff was like it was pop, but it was like it had her own flair on pop. It wasn't just like she wasn't like ever doing what anyone else was doing. And I think she just like had like she had she didn't really miss a mark for me. I feel like there wasn't a time where Gwen was like uncool or something. A stale like that. moment. Mm -hmm. That yeah. is true. And like, even if you didn't like Gwen's music, like she didn't release any crummy stuff or it was like, oh, that's not any good. Like everything, everything's quality. Like yeah. every other pop star, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she ended up marrying a, um, a middle-aged country singer like we all have our dream of doing, you know? Oh, speaking of which, you know, I, I always want to go here, but you know, we love to talk about your dating life on the show. Oh what is it like to date Chelsea Collins? And yeah, what is it like to date? What's it like to be you in the scene with all these things you have going on? I can only imagine. I don't know. I, I feel bad for guys who date me. Like, I'm not like a bad person or anything, but like, but like I'm, <laughs> no dude, I'm just like all over the place. And I just like, don't want to do that to someone. I feel like I want to, I want to win so badly that like, it's like hard for me to be present because I'm always like in my head thinking of like new song ideas or like like just shit like that or like I don't know I just I, I feel like I also I'm lucky in the sense I really like the sweetest like nicest purest guys but like you know like I'm kind of fucked up in the head so I'm just like I don't want to do that to you like you deserve better. <laughs> love it, love it. But Chelsea's a fuck boy. She's like, a fuck boy. can we say I that? Know, I don't know. No, honestly, I mean I don't know if I'm like a a fuck boy i just think like i just i'm, I'm just kind of crazy like i i'm really nice and i have a good heart but like I, I just like overthink everything and can be like it can be i know it's toxic to me so to somebody who's just really normal and like doesn't have extreme anxiety problems and just like is calm and sweet i'm like bro like you deserve like a nice stable normal girl i'm a fucking mess like it's career time yes wow, wow. well at least people know what they're getting with you now. Like, there's no uh, between your music and interviews. Like, they Can know exactly what they're getting into. I've never heard that term before. Can we invent fuck girl on the show right now today on on Chelsea's show? You know I what? It's a I real thing. I some of my friends are fuck girls for sure. I think like I just think there's a lot of you know like you can establish cool connections with people, but I do say it's really hard to fall in love. I've only been in love once, truly, and I feel like. But like it's really easy out here when you're around so many creative people that do like the same job as you, like to be inspired and find so much passion. So then you're like, shit, I love you and I love you. But then at the end of the day, you're like, maybe I don't love anyone and I'm just bored or like I don't. Yeah. So do you or do you not date musicians? Are you just like nope or? Um, I feel like I have a thing for like producers and like videographers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like basically, the two worst people to date because you like have to work with them. Like at least with other artists, you're not always working with them. Like, but if you like, but it's also it's like if you're working with someone and you're doing something really personal, like a video or a song, and you feel comfortable around them, it's like this weird. There's sometimes just weird tension, and then you're just like, shit, why am I here again? And then, but it's also like the music industry is so small, like high school. So I'm like, shit, I don't want to get a reputation for being a or like. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I understand. Not that I am, not that I am at all, but like I, 
I, I just need to put it out there, but I, I always get scared. Even if I like have a crush on someone, I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm going to ruin my career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I feel you. I, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm so I'm here Chelsea because I'm a music video director and photographer. Like that's how I have connection to musicians. That's why I started the show. So I, I understand exactly where you're coming from. So you have led us right into, we have a little rapid fire, learn to know, get to know you kind of game we like to play on here. Uh, so we're going to do that right now. Okay. All right. Let's see. Mm -hmm. what's Are we playing what's your deal with Chelsea Collins? Okay. So first question, Nickelodeon or Disney? Nickelodeon. Okay. S producing or writing which one do you like better writing have you gotten more into producing though as you've been around it more um i i love it but i think like i only do it so i can like execute the vision i have for my writing okay fair 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 okay and guys with tattoos or without tattoos with tattoos there's they're they they're sexy <laughs> yeah 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 all right. Uh, have you ever had a crush on someone you've worked with? We kind of covered this a little bit, kind of. Too many people. Too many people. I appreciate the honesty. I appreciate the honesty. I'm exposing myself. You know what, though? You know what, though, Chelsea Deadass? Like, you did a great job of handling our, like, um, invasive questions about Sway Lee. Like, you were like, we're friends. It was steamy, but it was good. We're chill. We smoked the blunt on the side of the bed. We're all good. Okay, so... <laughs> good, good answer there. Good answer there. Okay. Next question. Besides Y2K. So you have this Y2K inspired visual for open your mouth. It's very pink and pastel and like you got like the Britney pigtails going. Uh, so what besides the Y2K, do you have a favorite decade aesthetically like the, 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 the visuals from that? I like the sixties. So we can, we expect like a Woodstock style looking video from you at some point. Um, I would say more like a rock star Woodstock. Like I'm not like hippie, but like, you know, like Jimi Hendrix style Woodstock. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Do you have any like old school artists that you like from the sixties? Um, I mean, there's like a bunch. I just, I don't want to mess it up in case it's they're from the seventies or the fifties. Cause I'm not quite sure, but like, I know I, I love like Dave Bowie and Queen and like the Beatles and like my parents, parents, like Linda Ronstadt, like there's a lot of artists that like my parents wouldn't let me listen for a while to like modern pop music. So I just got like their pop music as a kid. So Linda like Linda Ronstadt is interesting because she did country, she did pop, she did standards and R and B, um, and was also like a sex symbol at one point and then became something else. So she's a good she's a good idol to have. Okay, moving on. Uh, do you break up with boys or do boys break up with you? That one's Demi's question, by the way, I think. Or it might have been our it might have been our producer Hope's question, but it's not mine. Um, I break up with boys, but for their own sake, because for I start. Their, to oh, get, you're just looking out for them. No, I start to feel crazy, and I'm like, I need to get away from you because I don't want to hurt you. Like, let's let's resume this in like five years when I'm more mentally stable. <laughs> yeah, understandable, understandable. And uh, yeah, so thank you for playing the game with us. Thank and thank you, you, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, yeah, thanks for having it was, me. It was really fun. fun to have you on. And um, it's interesting 
we didn't really bring up TikTok and like social media and stuff. You have a really big Instagram following. What's your feelings about social media? How much do you hate it? Love it? You seem like I can go either way with you. Um, I think like for me, sometimes it feels like a diary to where like I, when I can't really express how I feel to like people in person, I can express it on the internet and like to fans and stuff and like feel less alone. But overall, I would say like, I think it's more, it's really beneficial for music and fans and that's what I'm grateful for, but it, it can be kind of tough like your mental health. I know I'm constantly comparing myself to people and like, just like, I don't know. It, it's, it, I think the comparison just makes me go crazy sometimes. And like, I, I think like I, there's going to hit a point in my life where I'm going to like move to like Maui and open a farm and just like disappear and vanish. But like, it will be like, so peaceful and therapeutic because i i mean i grew up also in the bay area so i feel like we were always getting the first rollouts of social medias at way too young of an age and yeah yeah the tech tech world yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah well thank you so much for joining us here on the show thank you for having me yeah. we cannot wait to see what you do next i'm ready for this ep this album that's gonna come out eventually me too. Yeah. yeah. All right, Chelsea, we'll let you go. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. Thank you so much. Bye, guys. Have a good right. day. Bye. All right, that was Chelsea Collins. Her new single, Open Your Mouth, is out now. Demi, you guys seem like you guys would hit it off. Like you I know. Would... I was just thinking when I go to LA, I, I want to like hang for real, for real. Yeah. And it's interesting, too, because she seems so like a nice kind of, you know. Wholesome girl. Yeah, and I think it's fun that you can that she's created this persona that's not that's a little bit more outgoing than her and a little more comfortable with those situations than she is as a person. So I think it's I think it's cool. I think it's cool. Um, all right, guys. So check out all our episodes, of course, on Spotify, Our Heart Radio, wherever your podcasts and clips on YouTube and Facebook and TikTok. Until we meet again. I'm Jordan. This is Demi. We'll see you later.